Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you have to be listening to. You need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, notify bell. We're also on the Patreon, which is where we get the questions from yeah, that's right. for this here Matt Chat show. Uh, the $20 a month mark. You too can send in your video questions or text questions, and then we will answer it right here directly on a Matt Chat. That's right. Let's dive right into it, Larson. Got a question first from a dinosaur. See what the raptor has to Ooh, say. Oh, the raptor. Greetings, Stephen Austin Raptor here, and I'm wondering, do you think that WWE will ever enjoy being a wrestling company again? You know, putting on the graps, having a good time with the matches, because they seem to have a passive-aggressive relationship with wrestling, and it's sort of impeding my enjoyment of the product. Does Vince get to see them embrace the grapples again? Or will he have to die for the WWE to finally change? Thank you, the Raptor. Thank you, the Raptor. Larson, why don't you go ahead and go for Let's break oh. from tradition. You All go right, first. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I think what the what's Raptors... The, what's the general premise of the question? I think what the Raptor's getting at is that WWE, the product, doesn't seem like fun. Like, they don't embrace... It's a bit abstract, isn't it? Oh, Totally. Um, they don't seem to, well, at certain points they do embrace the ridiculousness of pro wrestling, but they like, they'll do, uh, silly, ridiculous things, but they don't call themselves pro wrestling. They call it sports entertainment. Yeah. It's like they, they, I think him saying passive aggressive about it is is like they indulge in a lot of the, the common tropes and the, the, the usual on occasion silliness of pro wrestling without fully embracing what they are, which is pro wrestling. They want to call it sports entertainment. They want to have Tyson Fury show up, uh, you know, and, and have a one-off, uh, try to appeal to a larger mainstream audience rather than just being maybe true to themselves. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And given the corporate structure now, it's a publicly traded company. It's just not as simple as is 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 one person. I mean, it is. In a lot of cases, this is Vince, what he wants to do. But he's got people, shareholders, aboard, that he's got to keep happy. And so the bottom line is not putting forth the best product on a weekly basis. It's making sure the bottom line is where it needs to be. So all the shareholders and the board is happy so he doesn't get voted out. Um, yeah. But but here, hold on, hold on. Um, now you'd think 
quality product would lead to improved bottom line. Um, at least, it, you know, like any, any creative endeavor, usually if it's good, it does better. Yeah. But that's not always the case. We've seen plenty of movies who are, that are absolute crap, mm. make a crap ton of money for whatever reason. That strikes something in popular culture. That, I mean, like Avatar. What a snooze fest that was. Made a ton of money. Yeah. You know? Um, for whatever reason. Don't know why. Just did. There's a lot of hype behind it. Um, roundabout way of saying, I think there's there's a really entrenched corporate structure there. The, the, the talents aren't given the freedom to do... Uh, to do what they want to do as often as they are, say it seems to be an AEW where Mox comes in and, and he's like, and they tell him to do what you want. Um, uh, even NXT where they seem like the, the competitors there, the talents there have more freedom. That still doesn't feel as fun as AEW does. That I kind of disagree with. I think AEW, I'm sorry, NXT. I think, I think NXT and AEW are kind of on the same on the same level there. I mean, they seem to be, everybody seems to love working there. Yeah, everybody seems to love working there, but I don't know if that necessarily translates to look how much fun we're having. I think you can thoroughly enjoy working at a situation. You can have fun doing your job, but not necessarily have it translate. Like AEW is like everybody else. Everybody in that tire building is having an absolute blast. Part of that is the crowd feeding off the talents and vice versa. Uh, there's, there's an energy about AEW that is different than NXT. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really I don't really agree with you on that one, but I do agree with your overall philosophy. I think that it's not necessarily I think Vince McMahon's b- booking philosophy, his philosophy on wrestling in general is so uh, it's so counterproductive to the wrestlers feeling like they can ply their trade in a creatively satisfying fashion when and granted, we we enjoyed the hell in a cell uh, outcome. However, um, for example, Sean Ross Sapp was saying that he was getting all sorts of feedback from wrestlers um, up and down the chain uh, after that, and it was just one of confusion and frustration. When the guy who's creatively in charge is uh, historically known for booking on a whim without a long-term plan, um, you know, at, uh, things can change at the drop of a hat. Um, you don't know what you're going to be getting yourself into when you walk in day to day. You know, am I going to be pushed to the top of the card? Is that push going to be sustained? Am I going to be buried? Am I going to be in a, a cuck angle one week and then just be off TV the next week? Um, that has got to be super frustrating. I would think, I would think Vince is such a unique character that I would find it difficult to believe that that kind of uh, philosophy would remain after he leaves. Um, and if you have somebody like Triple H in charge or Stephanie or Bruce Pritchard or whomever, Paul Heyman, whoever steps in and is in, in, in complete uh, control of what's going on. And maybe right now with the draft being done with, maybe we'll see a change in philosophy. If, if Vince wants to you know, completely hand the reins over to Paul Heyman, um, maybe we'll see a change. Maybe we'll see something different. We've seen you know, guys like Bob Roode, who is firmly in the loser locker room, he was a tag champion. Him and Dolph Ziggler, I hope, do really cool things on SmackDown as a tag team. Um, maybe we'll see a change, but honestly, I, th- I just think that it, because Vince McMahon, that one person, has such a wonky view on what wrestling should be, and sometimes he hits, but sometimes it just seems like people are really frustrated to have to deal with that stuff. And you mentioned Moxley, and you're exactly right. Dean Ambrose, that character, was micromanaged to within an inch of itself. 
to the point where he just left. And, uh, and look at, like you said, look at how much energy and enthusiasm he brings to his role in AEW or if he's in New Japan. Um, so, you know, I, I, think that, I think that that'll change once Vince is gone. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it all goes, I think it all boils down to that. Yeah, it all comes down to Vince in the very I end. mean, you look at, if you look at, you know, no, well, that's that's good. That's good. I All was right. gonna I was gonna compare it to like another sport like the NBA, where there is absolutely a, or a corporate structure in place for yeah, most yeah. NBA teams. But a lot of those guys are just out there having a good time. The guys that are that are coached well and coached to their strengths, you see teams out there having a good time playing ball. You see some miserable teams. Yeah, usually the ones that are losing. <laughs> exactly, winning changes everything. Yeah, winning winning cures a lot of ills. It does. Uh, next question from Rich. Friendos Rich the Smash Bro here, currently watching the live stream, and I had a question. With Chris Jericho being involved with the WWE for just under 20 years, having permission to go to New Japan and fighting over there in his free time and giving complete freedom to do what he wanted, when he wanted, come and go whenever he wanted, how do you think when his time for possibly uh, consideration for the WWE Hall of Fame, how do you think that's going to go? And will Jericho accept it? Basically, in short, do you think Jericho kind of rubs shit all over his WWE career by just out of the blue going to the new competition? But either way, stay cool as always. See you boys later. Let me know. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. I think that Chris Jericho will be just fine. I think that other wrestlers have come back after having done a lot worse. Um, However, I don't think there's a chance in hell that he'll be back with WWE until... Um, like for example, they're not, it's not like he's going to be with AEW and they're going to say, Hey, uh, do you want to come out and do hall of fame? That'll never happen. No. I don't even think contractually he's allowed to do that. No, probably not. Um, but, uh, no, he will be once, once his contract is complete with AEW, if he likes not to resign, I can see him going back to WWE for a spell. Um, if it's for a hall of fame thing, sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I think he'll be fine. Um, you know, I, I think Vince generally likes when people, take their own initiative and, 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 and do what they can to make them their lot better in life. I don't think he harbors ill will towards Chris Jericho. I'd and, be surprised if he did. And at the end of the day, if Vince thinks he can make money from bringing somebody back, he will. Yeah, exactly. And Chris and, Jericho would be a huge name. To end of the day, the that's, that's the primary thing to, to mm-hmm. prevent. Yeah. And he's had falling outs with that are far worse than whatever falling out. If such a thing even occurred uh, with Jericho that, uh, has been things have been patched over, mm-hmm. yeah, and and they will be able to forge a working relationship. So, no, I uh, I don't think he's ruined anything. Um, you're not going to see him back on WWE programming at all until after AEW, right? Just contractually, it's probably not the case. And I don't think WWE. Hell, they took him out of the, his one little shot, and the then now I forever. Never even I don't notice anybody in that. They took his one little shot out of there. Yeah, the when he's announced he signed AEW. Yeah, so they can keep him in that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. To a degree, but also he's 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 a company for like 20 years. Yeah, I know. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Next question from Gatlin T. This is the Firefly Funhouse's newest puppet, Gatlin T. And my question is, what is the wrestling landscape going to look like in five years? Are we going to have, are we going to hit another massive wrestling boom period? Um, you know, with stuff like New Japan Pro Wrestling, NWA Power, um, AEW, WWE, are we going to hit another, like, massive, like, oh, wrestling is everything, you know, this is so awesome, or is it going to go out all in a whimper with half these promotions closing down? Um, thank you guys. Too sweet and a hearty answer. Thank you, Gatlin T. Thank you, Gatlin. Uh, yeah. I don't really feel like we're too terribly different. I think the, the, the... So it's changed a lot over the last 24 months. Yeah, it has. But, I mean, are there any other uh, uh, billionaires or, or billionaire families that are looking to start a wrestling promotion anytime soon? I mean, the only Probably question not. is, is AEW still going to be solvent? In yeah, that's pretty years? much it. That's the only question. That's if they, kind of the X factor. But, I mean, like, I don't see that, regardless of how great AEW is, NXT, you know, if WWE gets their creative in, in, in gear, I, I just don't see wrestling having another boom period like the attitude era entertainment is ingested vastly in vastly different ways now than it ever was there's way 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 more options for people uh, a vast number of platforms by which to uh, ingest entertainment i just don't th- i just think the way you know technology and and and, and entertainment is structured it just let's say it's entirely impossible i just feel like it's highly unlikely yeah, I don't see what more could could be done. I mean, I think one thing that you might see is so right now there's not a lot of unsigned talent. There is not a lot of unsigned mm-hmm. talent. Um, it's entirely possible that with AEW doing what it's doing, with NXT doing what it's doing, WWE, you might be you know right now is when the the people who are going to be in the position that all those people who are getting signed up now, the the Jungle Boys, the Marco Stunts, the MJFs, 
they're learning. They're just starting out. Mm-hmm. They're to they're just, just they're just starting their path right now. Well, they're learning how to wrestle on television. If there are people who are, if there are people, I'm saying the people. Okay, let me back up and rephrase this. MJF five years ago. Mm-hmm. Where was he? Uh, probably in wrestling school. Right. Right now, AEW, given and even NXT, given how diverse the 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 modern day pro wrestling pro wrestler is sizes shapes styles AEW New Japan WWE NXT might be inspiring a whole new generation of wrestlers who are like oh wow it doesn't have to be giant big men anymore i can do it too we saw that video with that dude doing that mm-hmm. crazy destroyer move that thing turned yeah. into a destroyer yeah so five years from now, we're probably going to get a whole new crop of people who are inspired by what's going on in wrestling today, and we might see a healthier independent pool. Oh, entirely possible. Um, people see what the Young Bucks managed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. What Joey yeah. Ryan have done. Yeah, and with the spirit of independence, mm-hmm. with the idea that I don't need the WWE, mm-hmm. but that's an option. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I hopefully we'll see that. We'll see maybe more thriving because right now the independent scene is a bit depleted. Like everybody's getting signed, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, so yeah, I took the scenic route on that one. I apologize. Let's move on. Yeah, Gion Halili, Jacksonville's number one. Number one. Hey, friendos. This is Jacksonville's number one. Matt Chatter, Gion Halili, back with another Matt Chat question. I don't have anything that has to do with any of the shows or promotion this week. Uh, so, my question's going to be, create the perfect one-night show. You can pick anyone from any roster, from any uh, promotion, anything. But create the perfect one night show. The catch is, after the, that performer performs in your one night show, they have to retire for the rest of their life. Uh, yeah, you can't use legends. You got to use current and upcoming. All right, too sweet. Hearty handshake. Later, guys. Thank you, Guillaume. Thank you, Guillaume. Man, you booked a really good card. I know that's I, great. I like your card. Um, I'll toss out a match here: Triple H versus Dustin Rhodes. That's good. Not Cody, but Dustin. We kind of. We, we, I don't want Cody to retire. Exactly. I know we both took the same approach of taking wrestlers who are probably in the tail end of their career, anyways. Well, yeah, of course. All right, we can alternate from the yeah. bottom and go to the top of the card. Go ahead. Uh, hardcore match. Kick things off. PCO versus Nick Gage. <laughs> oh, is Nick Gage ready to retire? He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, he did a stint too, though. So he was off the. He was. He was. His body was being refreshed while in the pokey. Um, but that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Randy Orton versus John Cena. That's got to be your well, headline. Is only thirty nine. Wow, I thought he was older than that. That's a hard life, right there, man. Sorry, you said uh, Randy Orton versus John Cena. That's got to be the main event. Right? Oh, you want that? Oh, we're going straight to the main event that's now. Gotta I was gotta go backwards. I have Randy Orton taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a kill. Let's make it a triple threat: Tanahashi, Randy Orton, John. Why Cena. Why didn't put John Cena? Because he said uh, he said no part timers, no legends. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Well, whatever. I put John Cena. All right, fine. Go ahead. Next match. Vince McMahon versus Brock Lesnar. All right. Vince would get murdered. Yeah, he like, would. Literally, he'd see a death in the room. Uh, tag match. Uh, uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy taking on mm. uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Oh, They got a ton left in the tank. I don't want them to retire. I don't either. The Hardys don't want to retire. I don't, I don't want to. Oh, how about this? The Hardys versus the Rock and Roll Express. No, Hardys versus uh, Daniels Kazarian. Um, no, they got tons left in the tank. Daniels Kazarian do, but... But they've had a, a long mm. and, and, and successful career. AJ Styles versus Jeff Jarrett. All right. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> That's a good one. Your AJ one is way better than mine. 
Anyways, oh, did you go through all yours? You did. AJ Styles versus Dr. Wagner Jr. <sighs> That's a good one. But then Dr. Wagner doesn't actually retire. No. All right, next from the Enforcer, Stevie Bradley. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, what's up, Steven Larson and all the friendos out there? It's the Enforcer here with a Matt Chat question. And I want to talk about announcers. And I want to talk about who possibly could be the first to jump ship, maybe go from WWE to AEW or vice versa and actually be a game changer. Could Michael Cole go to AEW and succeed? Or is he so ingrained in WWE that he just wouldn't know what to do? And would that change anything? Would Shivani going to WWE change anything? Would JR coming back? Would Excalibur going over there do anything? Would Nigel McGuinness asking for a release and joining AEW? Or is this all just in my head and it really doesn't move the needle? Because you sort of grow an attachment and a relationship to the announcer. That's why I love AEW, because those are the voices of my childhood. But anyway, movement for announcers, color commentary, would that move the needle one way or the other, or does it even really matter? All right, guys, too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Enforcer. Thank you, Enforcer. Oh, I go first. Uh... You're right. No one will move the needle of their announcers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, as much as they enhance the story being told in the ring, if they're good, uh, as much as they can uh, make the product better, uh, I don't think anybody's going to stop watching WWE because Corey Graves left. You know? Yeah. You know. Uh, that being said, most likely, uh, I feel like, to jump ship now is Tom Phillips. That's a great answer. Maybe because he's mad that he went from uh, doing play-by-play on SmackDown to... What did he do, going man? Going to NXT UK. Who did he piss off? I don't know. That's crazy. I know. He's so good. He's I mean, really good. I'm going to... Look, I, I need to get back on watching UK. I probably will. Um, but, man... It's like it's funny because like when you think about it, it's like it's not that big of a deal. It's like, man, he gets to enjoy the UK, but it's like he's being sent to Siberia or something. Well, he's working once a month now. Yeah, <laughs> instead yeah. of being out there on SmackDown every week, he flies out not, maybe two days a month, two dude, or three days. A yeah, month. but young guys like that, they're all about the hustle, and that's what you got to do. He's gonna be doing a lot of nothing. That's horrible. That's a good answer though. Yeah, he'll definitely leave. Um, yeah, no, I don't think anybody moves the needle. Michael, there's no way Michael Cole's going to that. I'm guaranteeing that dude has stock options. He's well, not only is that, but like he's really involved in NXT. Yeah, he's like super deep so, in everything. He's more likely to retire before going anywhere else. Oh, yeah, for sure. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, next question from B-Man, Patrick Sparks. The B-Man. Hey, friend, Pat here. All right, 
question this week is WWE's obviously signing everybody up and they're going to keep doing that. So, alternate universe where SCU got signed to the WWE. What would their ceiling be as SCU together as a faction? What about all of them as singles wrestlers and as uh, Daniels and Kazarian as the addiction as a tag team? What would all the ceilings be and how do you think that would go? Thanks, Randos. Thank you, B-Man. Thank you, B-Man. You got to go first this time. All right. Uh, so I think they'd be like the tag team divisions somewhere. I would be NXT. Maybe I guess it'd be NXT. They'd be the tag team version of Cassisono. Sort of like you see Cassisono using NXT, and they send him to UK. Um, they really just man can just give him like one mania moment or something. Mm-hmm. Even in the Andre the Giant thing, mm-hmm. golly. Uh, so they'd be that. They'd be the, the guys who are basically there to be getting over young talent, but not in a jobber way. Because they they book Cashzona pretty strong. Yeah, they do. They have him win matches, uh, but then when it that's only so that when it counts, he can lose matches. I know he's got one against Tyler Bate at some point. Maybe it's today or this past week or coming up. Um, and oh, really give some that rub. Ta- I'm taking a guess. He's probably going to lose that one because he's won. He beat Ilya Dragunov. He beat Ilya. Uh, I mean, he beat Sid, Sid Scala, which wasn't a big deal, but the way they booked the matches were really cool. Mm-hmm. Those were really, really neat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that they would be like the tag team version of Cassisono. I think that's what I was trying to get at with my answer. I put uh, the Lorkin and Birch, like their spot in NXT. Sure. Where sure. people like them a lot. They consistently put on really, really good matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might get a title shot here and there, mm-hmm. but you're under you're not under any illusion that they were going to win those titles. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what I feel like. Uh, Scorpio Sky, though, uh, he's kind of the exception because he seems like he's got like he at the, oh, at, the, at, the mm, yeah. at the very least he's like NXT North American champion. Oh, at the very least. The very I, least. I was referring exclusively to Daniels, Daniels and Kazarian. Kazarian. Yes, Scorpio Sky. The sky is the <laughs> limit. Limit. Yeah, he's oh man, he's he's next level man. He's, he's great. great. He's fantastic. Yeah, he he can be he can be a huge star, big time. Uh, question next from Willism. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stephen Larson, this is Willism coming at you with another Matt Chat question. So this week, I want to see what you guys can do to book a heel versus heel feud, both in AEW and another one in WWE. Any of the brands, any of, any of the heels on that board. The reason why I bring this up is this week on AEW, one of the best matches I've seen in a long time that had so many different minor story beats to it was the Omega and Hangman versus uh, Pac and Mox match. So much going on in that match um, between the betrayal at the end, the, the the lead up to it between how the heels want to conduct their heelness, um, and then also just Omega descending down into that darker place with Mox for that minute. It was all those little moments that made that match spectacular. So I want to see what you guys can do. Book a good heel versus heel feud for each AEW and any of the WWE brands. Uh, too sweet. Hearty handshake. Coming from your pal, Willism. Take care, fellas. Thank you, Willism. Thank you, Willism. Adam Cole versus AJ Styles. You get the Undisputed Era taking on the OC. Again, man, these are really good ideas here. I like it. That'd be great. Right yourself, full of former Bullet Club members. Boom. Got their own factions. You get some factions going at it. Mm-hmm. AJ and Adam Cole going at it. Who would Who's be best faction? Piece who would cake. be the guy that joins? Uh, who jumps ship? Who AJ Styles' crew? 
Oh, make it the four. Oh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Uh, also, Drew McIntyre versus Samoa Joe mm-hmm. as a heel versus heel feud. People would love that. Man, the mic work alone would be worth it. They'd love It'd it. be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. AEW, Pac versus Jericho. Pac. Pac versus Jericho. That's for good the one. title. Yeah, that's good. That would be, be great. Uh, I've got, uh, what if they treated this as not a joke? Baron Corbin versus well, Brock I mean, Lesnar. Instantly, I already feel like it's a joke because Baron Corbin's in it. What if they treated it like it wasn't a joke, though? Baron Corbin versus Brock Lesnar. Isn't Baron on SmackDown now? Yeah. Yeah. Get that going. I mean, as much as I like Baron, I still have a, real, I still have a hard time taking him completely seriously. Yeah, me too. But he won King of the Ring. But Brock can just, Brock can just give him like the most uh, monstrous roll-up in history and Baron would be done. When's the last time you saw Brock Lesnar try to do it? Would be something else. You had a match against Baron and won by roll up. That'd be hilarious. That would be great. That'd be Brock paying attention. I like this. Bailey versus Mandy Rose. All right, that's a good one. All right, and then uh, look, I know he's not really a heel. MJF. He will be again someday. He kind of is. Him versus Jack Swagger. What if he turns on Cody, joins inner circle, and then turns again? To fight, and not really turns, but like goes up against Jack Swagger. Like people hate MJF, but then he starts beefing with Jack Swagger. People don't like Jack Swagger, Hager, whatever his name is. That that'd be awesome. I that'd think be that'd cool. Be that'd be good. Next, got a question. This one's fun from Christopher Rampersad. Yeah, man. Hello, Steven Larson. So today I was thinking of something fun, an entertaining question. So this Tuesday, obviously, the Clippers versus the Lakers, a very big game. So I was thinking, let's have a WWE style match. I was thinking somebody on look. LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard like a tag team match so let's do like probably six man somebody on LeBron's team a current superstar and a, and a Hall of Famer slash legend versus somebody on Kawhi's team a current superstar and a legend or a Hall of Famer I think this would be a fun question you guys decide have fun with your fantasy draft whoever's going to win this Tuesday is going to be fun go Clippers sorry LeBron thank you Christopher this is a good question so I get uh, Team Kawhi, you get Team LeBron. Yes. So uh, this is my, my, my three-man tag team. Got Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he, he's not exactly uh, known to be a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, a bit, he's a bit of a curmudgeon. Uh, so I've tried to find two like-minded individuals, at least character-wise, uh, to join him. First up, Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. Not exactly known as a people person. Is quite yeah. Is he known as a curmudgeon? He just seems like he's Aloof. lacking. Yeah, yeah, Aloof. yeah. That's a good word. That's yeah. the word I, I, yeah. I actually thought of earlier, and then I neglected Mirthless. to mention. Just aloof. Yeah. Um. No, I wouldn't exactly call Pete Dunn aloof, but he is a curmudgeon. Oh, I could see. No, he's in the same personality grouping as Kawhi Leonard. Potentially. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then for the legend, I got Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah. He doesn't like anybody. No, he doesn't like anybody. He, he doesn't likes, like anybody. He likes land. He likes land. Soil. Yeah, uh, so it's, yeah, it'd be a pretty mirthless squad. Mm-hmm. They would have to be the heels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that, that's my team. Well, LeBron, of course, is the goat. He he only associates with other goats. John Cena, goat. In fact, they were in a movie together. It was called Trainwreck. They were the best things about it. Far and away, it'd be awesome if they did a buddy comedy. And of course, budding movie star Roman Reigns, another guy that people look back on and be like, "Who is this generation's goat?" Probably Roman Reigns, maybe Seth Rollins. Maybe Seth would be more appropriate here, but I'm going to go with Roman Reigns because they want him to be the next Cena. Yeah. I mean, that's just it's just Team Goat. LeBron, Cena, Roman. Boom. Wins. 
Team Grumpy wins. Next, I uh, got a couple uh, text questions here. First from Joshua Martinez. Who should AEW try and sign to the women's division? I feel they need a big name. Mercedes Martinez. That's a great name. That is a good name. I really. She was on the thing. She was at the uh, the Battle Royal. The last yeah, that's All right. Yeah. yeah, she was in that. I'm going to say Allison K, the current NWA Women's Champion. She was Sienna in Impact. I think she's absolutely terrific. She had a really great showing in the Mayan Classic against Mia Yim. Mia Yim won. Now she's, you know, a big NXT deal. Allison K uh, doing really good things uh, on NWA power. But I think it'd be absolutely terrific if AEW uh, signed her. I think it'd be great. Yes. What about you? Uh, uh, Mako Satamura. Great Talk name. about his son. Had a great showing in the last Just, May Young yeah, Classic. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Man, she's phenomenal. Terrific. Uh, and also, Tessa Blanchard. Everybody should want her. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. I mean, at some point, Impact's going to go out of business, and then she can, you know. Or just not want to pay out all the money they need to keep their really good talent. Right, exactly. The world will be her oyster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think she's still pretty young. She's in her early 20s, I think, yeah, right? dude. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, man. She can do big, big things. Yep. Uh, and finally, the Hadley Doodly champ has questions. Says this week's champ, or sorry, this week's question comes from Going In Raw's residential pizza expert, Arma. Question is, create a presidential cabinet using only members of the WB loser locker room. So we kind of divided up, I don't know, about a half dozen uh, cabinet positions each. And we went back in time to various loser locker room legends as well. Yeah. As today's loser locker room. Yeah. So first, uh, uh, health and human services uh, director, I guess. Drake Maverick. Of course, he's trying to smash. Oh, okay. So I figure that, you know, you get the guy who is probably well-educated in smashing in preparation for the eventual time when he will yeah. smash. Yeah. So that's him. Uh, you go next. Okay. Uh, for Secretary of State, I don't know why I thought him, Bo Dallas. Okay, sure. So, like, he's in some tense negotiations over a treaty or something, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it comes to stalemate. He says, look at me. Yeah. You just have to. Believe. Believe. Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, Secretary of Education, Titus O'Neill. Good. He has delivered a TED Talk. True. So, I think he's the man to lead the education department. Uh, for Secretary of Defense, Corporal Kirshner. That's good. That's good. Going way back. That is going way back. Yeah. That is going way back. Uh, 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 housing and Urban Development. Heath Slater, he's got kids. Yeah. Nobody knows more about housing and urban development than the guy with a trailer, yeah. a double wide. Yeah. Yeah, than Heath Slater. Uh, Secretary of Treasury, EC3, it's top 1%. Oh, yeah, top 1%. There you go. That's why. That's good. Uh, Secretary of Agriculture, uh, Trevor Murdoch. I know he was in a tag team with uh, Lance Cade. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point towards the tail end before he got released, he was in the loser's locker room. I'm going to say Trevor Murdoch. He just looks like he knows about agriculture, farming, farm animals, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Department of Homeland Security, I put Curtis Axel. No reason. He's got a tough-sounding name. Well, they have to coordinate with state to yeah, get things true. done. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. So there's, you, some, there's some integration there. I mean, here's the thing. Right now, uh, Homeland Security and state... I wish we had a B team because right now it's like the G team. It's, oh, it's, the, it's, 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 it's the, it's the letter in the 20s. Man. It is. Uh, let's see here. Secretary of Labor. I'm going to go with Zach Ryder. That guy is a real worker. Mm-hmm. He's a workhorse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been around for a long time. True. You need somebody who can appreciate good labor. Yeah. Uh, Secretary of the Interior. I got Sarah Logan. She seems to like the outdoors. Sure. Yeah, that's good. Isn't that funny how the Secretary of Interior... Deals with the outdoors. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Uh, oh, and then Secretary of Energy, Ryback. 
unlimited he energy. He sells like what energy pills or something like that. Well, it was like workout supplements. <laughs> workout supplements. So one, of his, one of his several catchphrases was unlimited energy. Unlimited. He used to have an airbrush in his tights. Unlimited energy. That's, that's all it. Good stuff. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Anyways, that's all. That's all we got today. If you want to be part of Matt Chat, you can on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $20 a month gets you there. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.